there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. We are back. Back again. Um, so what are you doing? What am I doing right now? I'm you're giving to get me problems because I was emailing somebody and no. now we started recording and you're on the phone not giving me the time of day. You've Shut been up. bugging me about getting our son in karate. Which he has I no, wanted to be a karate kid. Yes. Because, you know, my crush was Ralph Macchio, so I need him to be... He has no interest. But, well, he has no interest. He, he, he does. Well, he might be getting a little more interest, but... He does. He asked me, when, Mommy, when are we going to go um, and look at some karate classes? Well, he asked me. He's having his first class on Friday, no. so let's see what happens. You yeah. didn't tell me that. At what time? Yeah. Why, uh, Eric? I'm not available. What time? That's fine. I'm available. No freaking, no, no freaking way you're going to go <laughs> without me when it was my idea. No, he's going. No, Friday. for real. I'll take video. Eric, stop. I'm serious. When when is the class? Remy's going too. I don't care. When is the class? Friday. I just At told what you. time? We're we are on the podcast right now. Why are we talking about our schedule? Eric. Okay, we'll talk about this later. Listen to me. Okay, no, so I have an eight thirty. We one. had okay. We're not going to talk about your schedule right now. We're on the podcast. Okay. Um, I'm okay. not available Friday. Okay. So can cancel. we stop talking? Okay, karate class has been canceled. Just <laughs> no, so you know, it's been canceled. Been canceled until next year for sure. No, for sure, it hasn't. There's <laughs> other family involved. It's not going to okay, happen. Okay, you'll be on Facetime. So anyway, we <laughs> this freaking guy, this freaking guy. <laughs> well, this is unbelievable. When you make the schedule, you this have the luxury. Unbelievable. No, you ask me what's my schedule, especially if it, if it's my idea. <laughs> I didn't even plan on being able to go. I thought our nanny was going to take him. Yeah, was gonna have to take I'm going to take him. I want okay. him to do karate. Well, you're not. You're not available. I'm pissed off. I don't so, want to do the podcast anymore. All right. <laughs> Oh my god! There's an inside track to us making any uh, schedule for something that wasn't supposed to happen. But anyhow, what we were going to talk about was something much crazier that happened this week. Um, 
we decided to get involved. And, and listen, this is all my fault. So I might as well. He almost burned the house, the house down. That's it's, what happened. It's, it's not far from truth. It's not far <laughs> from them, truth. Tell them, tell them what you uh, did. So I smoked again. You know that we've got a smoker and we did um, smoked chicken for Thanksgiving. So we were going to do it again and use it again. And then what happened? Um, she told me to go. I was multitasking, no, which wasn't correct. Shouldn't have done that. And I went out to collect the wood chips from the smoker. And again, as I say this in my head, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Clearly, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, was not playing with the full deck You're of cards. You're not very smart. Uh, so, wow, thank you. <laughs> so I took the wood chips out of the smoker, and they didn't seem like they were hot anymore. They, they didn't see. They just they seemed fine. And I was in a hurry, and I dumped them into a uh, Whole Foods paper bag, which right there I know just sounds ridiculous. But I even did that. But still, no smoke. They seem fine. I had to rush into the house for something. I set them on top of our barbecue, which has like a, the whole barbecue, the granite. Everything's covered with a, uh, uh, a custom cover that was built because it's an odd shape. And uh, I forgot to go back out there and grab the bag. And I was doing Legos with Dylan. And Rosalind came in, sat down, da-da-da. And then all of a sudden, she walked out to the kitchen and yelled, Eric! And our entire barbecue was up in flames okay. i'm talking like full this is this is after flames. the fact just so you guys know wait this is after the fact there's no flames over here this is after the fact there's no flames over here it was literally we have right? like, there's palm trees that have dry you know but yeah this is what happened fronds near them and i mean it was not far from the house she's screaming i'm grabbing the hose we're hosing the whole thing down flames are going all over the place because the Barbecue cover has now whipped onto the stucco. Basically, it burnt all the stucco. It melted the cover into our barbecue, into the burner, onto the the sink. Destroyed. Everything destroyed. We completely have to now uh, redo the top of our barbecue. So it turned in, it's like who's now paying? it's a $6,000 dinner. It's a six. And then who's going to pay for that? Because it wasn't my fault. Uh, or is this a joint expense? Yeah, I'm sure this is a joint expense. I'm but sure why? You've made, sure you've but never some, think about you've it. Why? Made some mistakes that I paid. No, for I have past. never. I have. I have never burned down the house or a problem. I'm sure like there's. That. I'm sure there's a joint. I think you should pay. For it. <laughs> I think you should pay for that. Ah, for sure. If, you've if, done if, something that if, I've contributed no, money to. If I would have done that, guys, I'll be paying for it. No, she would not. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a lie. Anyways, but um, that was the joy of our week. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was very unlike you. To super unlike me. I'm spread thin, guys. I'm spread thin. I can only manage so much. Okay. <laughs> I melted okay. down. I'm going on very little sleep still. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Anyhow, that's one of the joys of our week that has taken place. It was bananas. It was actually very scary. I saw that and thank God that it didn't catch the palm trees and nothing because it would have been a different story. Oh my gosh. The would fire department would have been there for sure. Um, oh my God. But speaking of redoing things, we are also excited because we're going to be redoing this podcast space that we have. It is super uncomfortable <laughs> because all the furniture I ordered that she approved um, but, is but guys, too small. I, I approved, okay, okay. The couch where we're like, the couch were like, it looks because fine on the Eric, video. Eric is, cheapo, Eric is a cheapo. Eric is a cheapo. Eric is a cheapo. And then Eric... Um, of course, he's always trying to find the, the save some money, save some bucks, and and oh getting the deal. So he went to Amazon and found the cheapest no. um, little sofa possible. It looked beautiful. It looked cute. You approved because it because I look cute and the thing. But I okay. re I realized a two hundred something dollar couch. 
Mm, that feels like have, cheaper the, than freaking Ikea. But the couch anyways, we have in our playroom wasn't that expensive. It's it was a like twelve hundred dollars. But it's a great couch. It's, cheaper it's, couch. But it's twelve hundred dollars, not two hundred dollars. There's a big difference. It's a big jump. Okay. <laughs> so we're missing a thousand dollars of our couch. Exactly. So this this thing, I wish you guys could see. Eric can doesn't even fit. Well, right? because the table we also got is really uncomfortable. Because you're terrible at decorating. Wow. I know you're cheapo. If you if you if I would have done it the way. I will do things. We have like a fifty thousand dollar couch. I got exactly. We have fifty thousand dollar couch, and it'd be amazing. We rebuilt and the whole place. I had I had um, wallpaper that I bought this wallpaper, but it was very difficult to find somebody to install. Um, stick and peel wallpaper because he wants to go the cheaper route. So of course, it's not real wheel, um, wallpaper. It has to be it's, the one that's that fake you, wallpaper. It's paper that goes on a wall. It's no, real wallpaper. It's like the difference between the one that you glue, you put glue, you would and never then you have do known it, the difference. or the one that is like, like a no little kid. No one would have known the difference. He wanted stick and whatever. So I bought it. And then of course, it was too difficult to find somebody that would install that. We don't know how Let's to do it. Point. So the it got returned. The good news is... The good news is that this little podcast plays it's going to be re, um, renovated massive by jeff lewis jeff lewis from bravo flip it i think it was yeah, another yeah. yeah i think so no that was not the, the name anyways a huge show many seasons <laughs> That was a terrible transition. Many, many seasons. Jeff Lewis. Uh, what is that? Is that? Flip out with yeah, flip out with Jeff Lewis. I think that's what it was. Okay. Anyways, so now he has a new show for Amazon. It's called Home Renovation something. I thought it was for IM, well, Amazon IMDb. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Amazon what? IMDb. Amazon okay. owns IMDb. Anyways, he is going to renovate our room, and it's going to be a surprise, and I cannot wait. So when we come back next year, we are going to have a brand new. He said, ella dijo. Flipping out. Flipping out. That That's the, the name, show. Jeff. My apologies. Close, you said flip it. Flip um, it. My apologies. Flipping out. But we're going to have an amazing, comfortable space. I hope he puts beanbags because all I want are beanbags. There's not going to be any beanbags. Jesus, Lord. <laughs> Hercules. Be- Hercules. I just want beanbags. No. I love beanbags. It's going to be beanbags. It's going to be. I already have the vision of what I'm going to tell him, what I'm going to pitch. So we're going to have a nice he's new a creative space. person here. So he's going to do what he does. But of course, he wants to know my input. You're not invited or included. So I'm going to do it. And it's going to be great. Very happy about it. I finally, why do you have this big smile on your face? Like, <laughs> like you just won. I don't know. <laughs> that was like Rosalind from twenty years ago. Smile, like ah, so happy. What do you mean by what do you mean by I that? I didn't know you twenty years ago. Fifteen years, sixteen years ago. So fifteen years ago, I was always smiling. And what do I no. do now? <laughs> you had a what do I do now? You had this cute, like young, like ee, I did it. And I don't do that anymore. Do you? Of course I do. Let me see. <laughs> no. No, you do. You do. You're happy. Am I, uh, am I old gomer? Like, uh. oh, go- wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've said wow like 10 times already. <laughs> I'm oh my so, God. I'm so We're tired. Losing our bananas. I'm, losing, I'm losing my mind. I'm so tired because I've been working early all week. And then again, our dog still doesn't sleep. And so we don't sleep. So we're, we're dying on both. We're just burning the candle on both ends. You know what? I needed, I needed this, this laugh because you know, it's been tricky. Um, back home because of the Maraca situation, guys. I'm sure you know Maraca, my beloved daughter, 14 years old. She's very, very, very sick and she's holding strong, but not really. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced having to, how you say that? Euthanasia? Put down, yeah, put down a dog. And, and I'm, uh, I'm even, I even got gastroenteritis. I'm like sick to my stomach thinking about it the stress because um, the stress. I, I she's my life so i don't i don't want to do that she but then again i know well and and 
Dylan and Isabella knew <laughs> and Archie and Bandit, but she's also part of my, she's an extension of me. Everybody that knows no. me knows Maraca and Maraca is my love. Um, and I'm, I'm having, I'm here, I'm, I'm laughing and I'm having a good time here with my husband and he said, and, and it, it goes back to, this is crazy, you know, like what perception, um, versus reality, you know, because uh, I announced that I was going to do the New Year's Eve thing, Rocking mm -hmm. Eve with Ryan Seacrest, you know, it's such a big thing for Puerto Rico and, and I, I'm so grateful um, for the opportunity and I was so happy and while I was posting I posted it because they told me you have to post it at this time and the announcement goes out and then I did that and I'm telling the world this is beautiful and everybody the hearts and the comments were just wonderful and I went back I went to my my shower and I started taking a shower and I was sitting down on the floor for 15 minutes crying it's like people don't know what goes behind the scenes you know it's because I was like if if people only knew that I'm very happy, but I'm going through a personal situation that is devastating. And and it's insane because she's it, it's crazy. So I'm just saying all this because social media is is tricky, you know. You see all these people announcing happiness and wealth and, and, and well, victories and all kinds of things and and they give you this idea of what their life nobody's is posting misery everybody posts and uh, you don't know if they're yeah. behind closed doors if they're actually having having issues anyways but why are we talking i didn't want to talk about this eric i don't want to talk about sad things no anyways yeah so we're dealing with that so thinking. i wonder i wonder is, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm assuming every every animal lover has that had that owns a dog you know at some point um well, battles all, with this through it we've been through it three times to four times, no, three yeah, times now times. already with my yeah, dog yeah. lily with our other dogs mota uzo jack four times we've been through this and it's it's uh you know it's life, it's reality, it's it's never easy, but at some point you have to respect the quality of life for the animal. That's the hard part because you know it's one thing for them to live for themselves, but then to live for you is a totally different thing. So we're we're dealing with it. We're fighting the fight. But uh yeah. It's been a crazy week. So on that note, we're gonna have to figure out a way to transition to Adam Rodriguez. Oh my goodness, Adam, sorry. Who actually sorry, puppy. is our guest coming in for this episode, which is a great transition from this because Adam knows all these dogs and he knows our whole life. We've known Adam. Well, you've known Adam forever. I've, I've known Adam him forever. for since I've known you, which is 16 years. Yeah. One of my favorite people, just so freaking cool, so talented, just a great dude and has a great family. Um, so I'm s just thrilled to have him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the no, I was yeah. just thinking because Adam didn't didn't use to like dogs. I remember that he will come to my house. We were really, Sorry, really Adam, close. I just I gave you a really great intro. <laughs> she was just like, yeah, Adam doesn't like dogs. Mine is not doing well. Adam and is like family to me. So Adam used to come to my house with like my three dogs, and he'll be like, "You're out of your freaking mind! Like, get them away!" And now he's an animal lover. Yeah, that was because of me, Adam. You love dogs because of me, just so you know. <laughs> Anyways, all right, we'll talk to more. Yes. We'll talk to Adam more soon. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. There he is. Hey guys. What's happening? Oh my God, this is what it takes to get together. I gotta, I, I gotta get a job so I can come to one of your jobs and hang out. <laughs> Unbelievable. Haven't hey. seen you in so long. This is uh, part COVID, part kid life, part, uh, you know, living on opposite ends of town. I feel so like good you guys. the oh, last man. time we saw you that we were physically with you. What was, was that? that Ojai? No way. No way. I think so, I think so right? I think so. That which was, I mean, which we only had we had one kid five years ago. But George, I don't think Georgie was born yet. No, it was just Charlie. Yeah, no. that's it. We were yeah. riding motorcycles. Georgie, it was Frank. Frankie. Georgie, Georgie just turned five. Wow. Two days, two, two days ago, she turned five. Has it been that ago. long? Yeah, since we've been no, in the same wait, space. We've time. texted and stuff like that, and yeah, I feel like we've all the time. I mean, you know, but I yeah, I don't think. We've actually been together because I remember we were riding dirt bikes and <laughs> like Jesus, like crazy man. people in the mountains. Oh my god! That's oh my sad. god! That, that's, that's, wait a minute! It makes me sad. No, there's yeah. no way. There's no freaking way. Because Dylan wasn't born yet. No, definitely not. No, no, it was just Isabella. Yeah, and he's four. Yeah. So it was it was a little over four years ago. Then. Wow. wow. Or, or five years. I mean, I don't know. Too long. Whatever it was. Wait, too, too long. long. I can't believe we've we've done that. I know. So Adam, long. Adam, tell people how how did we meet Adam? Like what, 20 something years ago? Uh yeah. Yeah. Probably. Oh my God. I wanna was I doing Roswell when we met? Yeah. I can't remember. I yeah, was doing Roswell yet, or if it came right after, but maybe right after. Roswell was, was ponytail, right? You had a ponytail. You had the, you had long hair with you a had ponytail. A ponytail. Yeah, 
No. I want to see pictures of the ponytail. God, then I met you before you, Roswell. So I met you before Roswell because you had a ponytail. Jesus Christ, a ponytail. <laughs> I want to see the pictures of the ponytail. Do a flashback Friday, Adam, on Instagram. I want to see the ponytail. I know Adam with a ponytail. Oh, my God. I was, just, I was just telling her, and I was like, oh, Adam's one of my favorite people, one of the, like, the best people I've met you know, through Roslyn, knowing mm-hmm. Roslyn. And, Thank you, bro. And uh, yeah. I love you to death. And I... Had this great intro with you, Adam, before you came on. And then Roz was like, yep, he doesn't like dogs, though. He didn't like dogs. He now he's like a dog dogs. lover. Now, you're a dog now lover. he's a dog lover because of me. Because when he first came to my house, he was like, can the dogs go away? And I was like, that's how we're going to intro my boy, Adam? Yeah, he didn't like I remember. I took offense. She's and when like, he was like, who's this white thing? That's Mota. That's my that's my baby, my life. My daughter is like, uh, just, just keep her away. And Mota would be like, Adam, Adam, trying to like be all over him. And he wouldn't give her the time of day. Well, we saw it a little differently. I think Mota was a little bit pushy. And, uh, and I was like, okay, Mota, that's, that's enough. And she would nudge you. She'd nudge you. you know? uh, I mean, but over time, yes, I, I, I did. I, I would say maybe that that did have something to do with it. That might have been, you know, I didn't grow up with dogs. We had a dog in my house for like three days when I was a kid. My mother worked with a lady. They were moving apartments and they couldn't take the dog to the new apartment. So my mom said, we'll take your dog. So this dog came to live with us and every chance this dog got would run out of the house. Like, oh, wow. I mean, if you open the front door, the dog was gone. <laughs> and I spent three days chasing this dog around. Poor thing, like it just didn't want to be there. My father, my father did not like the dog. He's, not, he's definitely not a dog person. And the dog would sh- next to his side of the bed. Ramon doesn't like dogs? Yeah. No, I, he's grown to like them now too. He, he softened in his old age as well. Uh, but um, and and so I, I mean, I always loved dogs. I loved them, but I, I just never had one um, until Boogie. When until I Boogie, Boogie. And, yeah, Boogie Boogie stole my heart. I gotta say, Boogie really like made me a dog. Lover. I remember the day you told me that. You said, you know, oh, I got God. this dog, and and I I, I I love I love this dog. I'm going. Mm. I told you. <laughs> this, this little eight-pound Pomeranian that I fell in. You know how I fell in love. Oh, with I remember you? Boogie. I met Boogie too. Yeah, you met Boogie. Yes, you met Boogie. Absolutely, I met Boogie. Eight, ten pounds. Yes. And um, he broke his leg. I, he had gotten some teeth taken out. He was still a puppy, and I brought him home, and he was still groggy from the medication. He got on the back of the couch. And he jumped off of the back of the couch. I was like, I actually was like, get down from there. And as I went towards him, he was a little loopy and he jumped off the back mm-hmm. of the couch, hit the floor and immediately was like, ah, ah, you know, and I, I was like, ah, and I picked him up and I could tell that the leg was broken, you know, and I was the way I reacted. This is how I knew I loved the dog, because the way I reacted was exactly how my father would have reacted if I had gotten hurt, you know, like pissed and, off. And I, I said, I told you, to <laughs> I told you to get off the couch. Why'd you jump, you stupid? Jump? <laughs> and I'm holding and I'm, I'm petting and yelling at him at the same time, like an abusive husband. And, I'm like, and in that moment, I was like, oh my God, I feel for this. I love this dog so much. And then, you know, he had a cast on for six weeks and like oh. hopped around skipping with the one. It was the cutest thing ever. Oh. And I, I fell in love with the dog. Do you guys have dogs now or no? No, we had three kids. I know, so you're done. Like we had we, we we had a third kid instead of getting a dog, but now the kids are at the age where they're like, We want a dog. Yeah. Like, when you learn to clean up your room, you can have a you dog. Can have yeah. a dog. <laughs> you need to get them a dog. No, we are. We're gonna get them a dog. I can't wait to get a dog actually, but 
we got our hands full right now. I got a, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to wait just a, just a little longer, just a little longer. Do you, can you believe that, Adam? You, you have, you have three kids. Isn't that like? I look at three. Grace all the time, and I'm like, can you believe that we have three children? We both say the same thing children. to us. Can you believe we have three children? I mean, it's, incredible. it's unbelievable. I mean, especially when, you know, when we first met. We have a you know pretty significant age difference, and I I was ready to have a family. I was I was always ready for or always wanting that. That was my dream. And you know when we met, I was like, listen, um, I, I gotta have this conversation with you, and I gotta be real because I I'm at the point of my life where I'm really my my strong desire is to have a family, and I I know that you're probably not ready for that at this point. How life. old was she when you had the she conversation? Was, she was twenty years old. Twenty. She was twenty. She, she was twenty. She had just turned twenty wow. days before we met. Wow! wow. And this is the conversation I, you're I, dropping, or you're like, "Listen, I want kids." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was just you know. It, I'll tell you what. I'll be completely candid with you guys. Um, I mean, and and your entire audience. Um, <laughs> but. You know, when we when when we met, um, you know, we had no idea what this was going to turn into, but it was slowly, you know, we were starting to realize about each other that we really felt something. And the first time that she said, I love you, I was like, I love you, too. And, 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 and I feel like if we're here now at this point, like I need to tell you where I'm at, yeah. you know, and I was like, I love you, but I also really want a family and. You know, I, I just want you to know that we need to take this day by day until we get to a point where we either want the same thing or we're honest about wanting different things, you know, 100 percent. And I know she was really appreciative of that. And, and and she was like, look, I want a family, too. And I was like, well, that's I, I love to hear that. And I was like, you know. I just for, for whatever reason, I was like, you know, what what what's the time frame? When 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 do you imagine yourself being ready for that? And I, I remember, I mean, I remember where we had the conversation. We were in Atlanta on a road trip. And uh, and she's like, I, I don't know, maybe five years. I could see that, you know, and I'm 38 at the time. And I'm like, five years, five years okay. seems like a long time yeah. to me. I was like, I have to be real with you. And I'm not saying that to rush you. I'm just letting you know, five years feels like a long time for me to wait for that at this point in my life, you know? And when and, did it happen? Uh, How many years after that? After the conversation? Six months. <laughs> Like, was she happy or was months? she like, what the six heck have you done? Well, but listen, that was trying or that was by mistake? It just by happened. mistake. Oh, we were, no, she was on the pills. She, oh, wow. You know, it, you know it, 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 I, I would never call it a mistake. But no, it yeah. Was not in, it was not an accident. intentional. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. not intentional. It wasn't even accidental. No, yeah. It was just, it wasn't intentional. intentional yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, I, and the reason that, I, that it wasn't intentional is because myself, and I'm going to go ahead and speak for my wife as well. I could never be that smart. I I, I don't know. I, I you know this is all God's plan, man. Yeah, this for is, sure. This yeah. Is not in my hands. This is out of my. You know, the world is is gonna do what it wants to do when it wants to do it. And uh, was she crying of happiness? Was she crying because she was like, "What the heck have I done?" Or was she crying because of both? When was she crying? Like when not no, crying? You know what I mean? Had, like yeah, she yeah. got she got the positive result. I'm Adam. I'm pregnant. No, no, no. The no she was doing everything. <laughs> so she was doing you, everything I'll right. You, I'll tell you a funny story. I'll tell you a funny story. So we, um, I'm doing a show in Charleston, South Carolina, at the time, and um, I had flown back to LA because Ralph. You guys know my boy Ralph. Ralph, Ralph is yes. getting married. You know, oh my, one of my very my closest friends, uh -huh. his family, and. Uh, He's getting married. So I fly back from Charleston 
um, and I get the weekend off. I only, I've got a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday off. I had to be back Sunday night. So I get there, I get to LA Friday morning and I go, I go home, I pick up Grace, she's getting ready. We leave to go up to um, Santa Barbara where the wedding is. We drive up there, we have a nice drive, everything's cool. We get to the hotel, we check in, I put the bags down, everything's great, right? I put the bags down. I literally turn after I put the bags down and I look and she's standing there sobbing. And it, I mean, it was like, it was like that. It was like, if you turn your head from Eric now and turn back around and he was sobbing and I was like, baby, why are you crying? What's the matter? I I mean, it was like out of nowhere. And she's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I I didn't even react though. In my head, I was like, just completely stunned. Um, Completely stunned and elated at the same yeah. time. Oh, I, was, wow. I was so excited, but I could tell she was, you know, having a moment. So immediately I was like, oh my God, I'm, I, baby, you know, you don't have to cry. This is okay. And, and you know, immediately I was like, are you, are you hungry? Do you yeah. want something from the, the snack bar? <laughs> are you hungry? Yeah. Which, which, norm, <laughs> which normally I would never spend the money on the snack bar. Uh, no, no. By the way, neither would I. Adam and I are so similar. You know what? He said that to our listeners. Same, Let me tell you something. I always complain. I always talk about how frugal and fucking cheapo cheapo this one is. Here's another one. This That's why Adam and I are. We get along perfectly well. Adam is the same. We're both super frugal. Unless it's art. Then he'll freaking drop whatever amount of money. Only spend it when it counts. Yes. Only spend it when it counts. And so I we she calms down, we settle things down, and I said, look, and we're now the wedding is about to start. The wedding was that night, it was a Friday night. When we got there, let's say 4:30, the wedding was gonna start at 7 or 6 30. And um I said, look, um let me go take a walk. Like once she calmed down, I was like, I, I, I was like, I just need to process this because now I'm about to see my family and a bunch of close friends, you know, minutes after I get this, this news. And I'm like, I just, I need to take a walk. I need to just, just give me a half hour. I'll be right back. I just need to go get some fresh air and process and just check in. I wanted to see how I felt really. And, um, and she's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I go and I take a walk and I, I just couldn't stop smiling the whole time. I mean, I knew wow. how I felt. But I also knew that she might not feel the same way. And so I, I came back and I was like, all right, cool. I thought through it. And I'm like, you know, look, let's just let's go to the wedding. Let's enjoy ourselves. And we'll, we'll talk more about this later. And the reason she was crying, I found out later, was because she knew I was going to see all of these people that I loved, And she was trying to hold this in until after the wedding because she didn't want me to have this on my mind mm-hmm. the whole time during the wedding my sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we go to the wedding and actually funny, I mean, I'm getting into a lot of details, here, but we walk, we walk through the doors of the reception and my mother's standing there. And so she's the first person we see. So I'm like, Hey mom, we hug and kiss. And like within a second, the server with the, the tray of champagne comes over and like, anybody want to drink? And it was so funny because it was that first moment where like alcohol was presented and Grace just like, we both looked at each other yeah. for a moment. We're like, and she was like, "No, I'm fine, thank you." And my mother claims that in that moment she, she knew. knew. Oh, okay. that's funny. But I, <laughs> Your mothers all—they always know, Adam. They always know. They always know. They know us better than anybody. Yeah. As much as I always hated to admit that, now that I'm a parent, I know. It's true. I know. But um, so anyway, the weekend goes, and 
we go to the wedding, we have a great time. The next day, of course, this is the main topic of conversation. And what, what, what we decide on is that, look, let's not talk for a week. I had to go back to South Carolina Sunday morning and I'm going to be gone. Let's, let's just not talk for the whole week. I want you to really think about how you feel about this and, and talk to whoever you need, whoever you love, whoever you trust. You talk to anybody you need to talk to, but I, it shouldn't be me. I don't want to weigh in on any of this as you make your decision because, you know, you, you have a big decision to make. You're, 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 this choice is going to, you know, we're going to have a wonderful life together, but you're going to, you're going to have to make a choice where you're, you're going to forego living a certain way during a certain part of your life, you know? And that doesn't mean your, your life is over. It's just life is going to be something different. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you have to be the one to make this decision. And, and I'm not going to weigh in on it until you've decided what you want to do. And then I will be honest with you about how I feel. And so I leave that day and I get on the plane. I fly to Atlanta to make a connection. And uh, funny enough, I was on the plane with a, an actor named John Cho. Uh, yeah. Super, what yeah. a nice guy. What He's nice awesome. Guy. He's a dad, too. And um, I don't, we just got to talking on the plane. I, this never came up, the subject, but, you know, we were talking. What a nice guy. I just always remember him being a part of the story. Yeah. We had that. So I get to Atlanta, say bye to him as I'm going to catch my connection. And my phone rings and it's Grace. And I pick up and I'm like, well, that was quick. I'm like, you know, we talked about <laughs> that six, was quick. six days. I was like, that was about six hours. You know? And um, and she's on the other end of the phone and she says, I, I, I made up my mind. She's like, I know what I want to do. Uh, I get choked up every time I tell this story. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she says, you know, I spoke to my mom and there's nothing more important than family. And, you know, I want I want us to have a family. And uh, and I, I mean, I was I was crying and I'm like, you know, just so moved by it. And I was like, yeah, biggest smile on my face. I mean, I was over the moon happy. And uh, and that was it. That was the the beginning of you know what's become of the, the trilogy. Of our journey now, yeah. <laughs> the trilogy. Of the trilogy. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, and I tell you, I mean, I just you know, I, I, and why I say I couldn't have been smart enough to ever plan this is because I could have never known you know what was on the other side of it. I couldn't have known how much I could be in love with this woman. How much I could worship her for being the kind of partner and mother that she is and you know um everything you know even at that point and I still didn't know I still we had the baby and I didn't propose because we were going to have a baby we waited we had Frankie and um and it wasn't until that year Frankie was born in April it wasn't until December of that year that I realized like I can't go into 2000 I can't go into 2050 I can't start the new year without this woman knowing that I want her to be my wife, that, that she is something, the most special thing to me ever. And, uh, and so I had to rush to get shit together. I ended up using a ring that my grandfather had, had left to me when he died. And, uh, and that's how I ended up proposing. But, you know, um, I don't even know how we began on this story, but that I is love that's amazing. This is that's so, the pregnancy story. That's, that's beautiful. That's how, that's how that all rolled out. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, and thank it, you for sharing all this with, with us, sure. man, and and, oh, man, and everybody. It's incredible yeah. what life, you know, deals you sometimes. Like, you know, you 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 guys were able at one point you're saying you love you for the first time. 
And I like, I fully agree with you. Like you have to be, we've talked about this too. You have to be straight up with what your vision is in a relationship at the beginning, because why do you want to waste each other's time? You know, going exactly. through, maybe she doesn't ever want to be a parent. Maybe that's not in her cards. Yeah. And yeah. it was just not at that moment, but you never know what curveball life throws you. And it's sometimes it's the best ball that ever came your way, you know, and a hundred percent. And the other thing too, that was a big lesson was like, you know, there was a time in my life when I would have been like, oh my God, we're 18 years apart. Like, we're, there's no way. Like, this, we're just too far apart in age at this point in my life to, for, for us to want the same things or to, you know, to really put And I realized how stupid I sound saying that, you know? Like, I realized how stupid I was to think that because you never know. You don't know what somebody is there to teach you or to show you. And, and when, you, when you make those decisions based on something random and silly something like age or something like uh religion or you know or race i mean you know that any of these things that you hear people go oh you know and it, it made it so clear to me now i hear people go oh, i'm looking for love but i want them to be this and this and this and mm -hmm. they have to have this and i'm like why would you limit your addition is hard enough to find as it is the real thing is hard to find yep. mm -hmm. do not limit yourself you know by by saying that what you need is only going to exist in these little categories you know find the person with the heart that you want you know and uh you'll figure out the rest you know if you really want to you'll figure out the rest but. and a big part of that i think you know it's funny, i was talking to my co-stars about this in her uh relationship and she brought up a valid point it's like that person is meant to teach you and help you grow and if you just put there like, I want this, 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 and this, there's no growth because you're already getting what you want. So there's exactly. nothing to elevate your life, exactly. you know, or to learn from this individual because you kind of have dictated what you're looking for. You nailed it. And because we all we all want what's easy. Yeah. yeah. I want what I like. I want what I like. You, you know, Adam, I got the easiest one in the book. <laughs> Well, you know we have the same birthday, so I know what, I know you have the female side of what my wife. Is. Exactly. But minus the frugality, because she's not frugal. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not frugal. She's not frugal. I'll call you frugal. You know what? You're not representing April second here. Frugal, I don't have a negative connotation with frugal. Cheap is one thing. I'm not yeah, cheap. I'm like cheap. you. Cheap. Don't call me cheap. You're not cheap. You're frugal. You're right. This was cheap and frugal. I'm not cheap. <laughs> I will I will gladly spend a lot of money on something I think is worth it. But no, that's think, that's not you. you know, what are you talking you. about? I spend on something that's, that's worth you. it, especially that's if it's you. gonna go up in value. Like you're gonna that's you'll pay you. attention to what it is. But that's I'm not, not gonna go waste ten dollars on a bag of nuts at the mini bar mm -hmm. like we were talking about. Like I'm not that's mm -hmm. that's not Eric, that's not you. Who are you kidding? What? That's not you. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the what's the biggest thing that you've spent money on that that does not have the potential to you know what's the biggest thing you spent money on that that wasn't an asset that's not something that, that that might potentially grow in value for me i mean you guys had a fucking incredible wedding by the way can i curse that, on your show should the I? Wedding, no, that's fine you right. be, probably the okay. wedding would be the one and that was, the wedding was <laughs> insane. Had an amazing that wedding was insane that yeah, was that, that was, was i money. just happened to see pictures of it the other day did, did you guys post it or something i, I did. posted for our anniversary. anniversary yeah Yes. You know, yeah, Eric, where do we have the video that we did, like trying to do, to do like Brad Pitt and Angelina Mr. Jolie? Yeah. Do, do we have that video? Because somebody yeah. was asking some, Jarlene, one of my high school friends that was at the wedding, said to me, Ross, you should post that because it was very funny, that little thing that we did. And because we lost our house, I don't know if you know this, Adam, we, they found out, no. years ago, they found out asbestos and we lost our house. So we had to redo the whole house. So we lost all the belongings. I don't know if, I, I don't you know, know that story? video. I don't remember that. 
Oh, if okay. I did, I forgot. Wait, that, but the house that you redid anyway. I redid it, and then well, we lost it, we and we had to redo it again. We redid yes. it the first time together. So yes. That's why you, okay, I didn't realize yes. that that's why you redid it the second the time. Second yeah. time. The second time. The second time. And we oh, lost, I, I, I because of the kids. No. I saved the wedding um, album because they said you, you need to get rid of everything because we're not, because of insurance purposes. If, if you keep anything that is compromised with asbestos, like five- well, you, you just have to sign a waiver, you can't. You have right, to sign a waiver right. saying, I'm not, I, I can sue because I decided to keep this piece of art or the wedding. So I saved right. all my fine jewelry and I took my wedding um, album, but I don't know where's that video. Oh, it's somewhere, it's somewhere. I hope, sure. anyways. Um, so I, yeah. Yeah, that was probably one of the- I was there when you guys got engaged. That was the one New Year's- that You were there New Year's in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was I there. I just had a bad breakup. I was I went on the yes. road by myself and I ended up in Puerto Rico. Well, we had a little New Year's party at, at the- Yeah, at the condo. Yeah, yeah at the condo. Yes. I was the, I was the, the lonely bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, yeah. Broken hearted oh bachelor. Broken hearted. Oh. oh my God. Yeah. So what, like, why, why, why do you buy that? That it's not an asset. Nothing. That's <laughs> the wedding. So you could say the wedding. The wedding. I'm trying to think. The like wedding. big vacation. Yeah, you know? big vacation. But even then, like I, I'm, I'm, I'll go big vacation. If I, I don't a, plan it, forget about right it. Before the, right before we'll be before, at a Motel Six. Yeah, right before the pandemic, I had booked a big trip for us to go to Hawaii, <laughs> and it all got shut down. What happened? Why? I, I, the I, pandemic. You almost had your chance. Oh, dear, you're right. You almost I almost had, had my chance to do it. I guess what? It didn't happen, Adam. It didn't happen. Pandemic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't bring it back up again. You know, I want to go to freaking Hawaii. Take me to Hawaii. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Hawaii's calling. Hawaii's, Hawaii's calling. calling. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You know, we have Rania's apartment. One of my best friends, like my, my, my sister, she has a, a, a the montage. Yeah. She has a, a beautiful place. So, you know what? You don't even have to pay for the freaking no. hotel. Oh, that's the way. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, my you're God. Big into, you're big into art, right? I love art. I love, you know... Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I, I've been into art for a while. I haven't really like been, have made a focus collection. I find pieces that I like, but I, I, I want to get more into it. Have now. you ever sold a piece after buying a piece, no, or it's just no. all stuff I mean, you bought? I bought stuff, but I've never sold anything. Um, I actually have some things now that I'm like, I should get rid of this. I don't love it anymore. And you mm. know, I mean, I think that is one of the things with art. Like, you should love it if you're, you know, of course, uh, if you're gonna do it. But. Uh, yeah, I actually just met this emerging artist now named Emiliana Enriquez. De donde? Uh, from where? From here in LA. Okay. Yeah, from here in LA. Um, I, I saw her on Instagram and I just was like, wow, she's super talented. And I've just been connecting with her and, and helping her out, um, you know, with uh, a space to create. And uh, she's super cool. So that's, that's I don't know. I, I, I'd like to get more into the arts. I mean, as time, you know, as I have time on my hands, I don't know when the hell that's going to happen. How are you going to do yeah. that? Because you're directing, acting, producing, yeah, I talk father, about that. husband, friend, like you're doing yeah. it all. What the heck? Good. You have a lot coming up on your plate. And obviously you've gotten <laughs> in the producing side of it even more so directing. Like she said, yeah. you have uh, this new Christmas movie that you're executive producing right on Paramount Plus. Yep. Um, and then Magic Mike, Finding Magic Mike. That's I want to hear about that that project. Yeah, that sounds man. wild. So that where do you guys want to start? I guess I guess we left off on Magic Mike. We can start. Yeah, there start there. Yeah, let's start with that one. You know, when I did those movies, I it was it was such a big learning experience. I mean, I really learned more than I ever expected to about myself uh, playing a male stripper of all things. Why? You know, um, you know I think. The big things were 
really having to let go and allow yourself to be vulnerable because literally I was going to be standing around in a G string. I mean, fully yeah. you know, exposed uh, to the world. And on top of that, just that alone was, was scary as hell. But then on top of that, I was going to have to dance, which, mm. you know, for those of you that know me uh, and if you don't <laughs> dancing, I, I love dance, but I'm not very good at it. And um I had never done any choreographed dancing before. And so, you know, here I am signing up for this thing and I am going to have to get in the best shape of my life. I'm going to have to dance, which I've never done before. And I'm going to have to be naked essentially. And, um, and I'm going to have to do all of this in front of uh, a director whose work I admired and, um, you know, and, and knowing that this was going to be seen by a lot of people. So the lessons that came out of it were, really about commitment, about mm. just giving something, everything you have, and really just, for lack of a better term, leaving it all on the floor, mm -hmm. you know, just giving it everything you have and letting go of what the outcome is, just really not giving up, just going, I am going to, I'm giving you the best of what I got and whatever the result is, is what it is, you know, love me or leave me alone. And, mm -hmm. um, there was a freedom that I found in that. There was really uh, a liberation that I experienced by, by making that kind of commitment and then having to do it in that environment uh, in that way. And um, that started to bleed over into other aspects of my life, you know, uh, all of the other jobs that I would approach next and, and even just in life itself. Um, whether it was relationships, uh, you know, that was something that I learned through relationships too. Uh, I can't give all the credit to the movie. I mean, it's all that was life experience. Um, you know, you realize like what you put into something is what you get out of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you give a hundred percent, it really leaves you, it leaves you with no doubt, you know, mm -hmm. like if something's it, not it, working, it's undeniable. Know, yeah. That's it. You know, I gave this everything I have truly, if it's not working, it's probably never going to work, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you move on. Um, so there was a confidence and a freedom that came out of that. And, um, and then there was this thing that happened with all of the guys that were in the movie, because, um, you know, I know you guys know Chan and um, other guys that were in the movie as well. Everybody was um, a certain type of guy, you know, the type of guy you are, Eric. like, you know, just an alpha male. You can hold your own in any space and you're not intimidated by other people. But at the same time, you're, you're, you're comfortable enough in your own skin that you can be secure in being who you are without having to front for anybody or be extra tough or extra mm -hmm. cool or extra anything. Everybody really was able to be vulnerable and authentically themselves and, um, you know, and comfortable with each other and not, not, you know, even though naturally as, you know, I think just as people, we, we, we there is a competitive spirit to things. Everybody wanted to be the, you know, in the best shape and everybody <laughs> was motivated by the next guy to do that. But there was this, there was this level of support, this brotherhood that that we all experienced um, while doing both movies that that only grew over time, and um, I wanted the guys on this show to have that same experience, um, you know, and 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 hope that they would then be able to carry that into their real lives when they left the show, and we all agreed on that. All of the people that were involved in giving the show shape before we started really were clear that that this is what the brand is about, and this is what we want to, you know leave these guys with whether they're the ones to win the hundred thousand dollars at the end of the show or they go home first 
we wanted them to leave having, you know, experienced something that would help change them, uh, you know, help improve their lives in some way. And I got to say, I really feel good about it. I feel like all of the guys that participated in the show had a great experience. They learned something and, um, and they left better for it. You know, they really did. That's awesome. That's a complete makeover emotionally I know. and physically. How many, how many guys are they? Uh, ten, ten guys. Ten, ten guys? guys? I mean, they, you know, there were, I don't know how many. I mean, tons of guys that submitted. Uh-huh. But we, we narrowed it down to ten. And, um, you know, and they're not all the ten guys that you would expect. I mean, some of the guys are not in great shape. Some of the really? guys, uh, some of the guys are. Most of them have little to no dance experience. Um but they are all courageous and they're all showing up because there's something in themselves that they want to either discover for the first time or, or rediscover. You know, they felt like at some point in their life, they might've had something going on that felt good and they've lost it. And some of them feel like they've never had the opportunity to find that in the first place. And so that's what we're hoping. We're there hoping to help them. And so they win, they get the obviously this life changing experience, but they win money at the end. Yeah, there's a hundred thousand dollar prize and an opportunity to dance with the professionals in the Real Magic Mike live show in Vegas. Oh, wow. very cool! Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Very cool. That is cool. And the yeah, Christmas and movie, um, Adam, how that how that one came about? Was this just your, your idea? You said you found no, this material? No, no, I didn't find the material. Actually, the material came to me through CBS. CBS reached out, and um, they had not done an original. Uh, they had not done an original Christmas movie in, in over a decade. And um, they had this script, they sent it and, you know, to check interest or whatever. And I read it and I thought it was a great story. I was like, this is, you know, this story is great. And the fact that they were interested in, you know, in having a Latin family, you know, lead this cast and, mm-hmm. you know, be the, be the centerpiece of this story. I, that was important to me. You know, I felt like, look, if CBS is, uh, is, is ready to jump back into the Christmas movie space, which we can see now has become a really viable business yeah. for a mm-hmm. lot of people. For everywhere. Lot. Everybody's Everybody, doing everybody's it. Trying to, everybody's yeah. not trying. They're doing it. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. I yeah. mean, there must be like 60 Christmas movies coming out this year. And I so I, I felt like this was an opportunity to, uh, you know, to represent and to uh, and to do it in a way that I at least felt like I was going to have a hand in, in controlling in some way, you know, not not controlling totally, but at least my voice of was course. one that was going to be heard. So and, you're starring, uh, you're producing. Who, who else is the cast? Who the rest of the cast is? Uh, well, I mean, the other, my co-star is a woman named Jessica Camacho, a wonderful claro. actress uh-huh. and and just a sweetheart. She was really a pleasure to work with, and we had a great time doing the movie together. Beautiful. And um, you know, she was really on board for. Uh, for everything we were trying to do. It was super supportive. And I read something, I think that you said, like, you know, it's like pushing against stereotypes in that regard. Mm-hmm. Like this is a universal story with Latinos in it. And it's yeah. all, it, it's meant to be the way life is. It's not like it has to be a Latino story because it's Latinos. It doesn't have to be a Latino Christmas. It's just a Christmas story, but 100%. showcasing. Yeah, that, that, I love oh, yeah. that. I read the article oh, about that. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah, it, it was really important, you know, and not because those stories aren't important and, and, you know, and don't exist. I mean, you know, we have so many first first generation stories that get that get told or new immigrant stories that get told. And I just felt like, you know, this script also it was it was written for a white family. You know, the, the, the family was never intended to be Latin. And when I came on board, you know, I knew that there were going to be tone, tonally, there were going to be things that, that, that had to change. And, um, you know, and that was part of my job was to, you know, to help, 
make that happen in a way that felt authentic and, and also not to hit people over the head with it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it really was about having a family that was well-established in America that had, you know, uh, built a, a business over a, at least one generation that was now going to be handed down to, uh, to sons of the family and, and the daughter, hopefully, but there's a twist to that story. But, uh, <clears throat> and so, I had a long-standing relationship with CBS. I felt good about the, um, you know, the amount of latitude they were going to allow me to to have in terms of input, and um, and 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 the story was great. I thought the story, as written, was really a sweet story. Um, you know, which really, in essence, is about this woman who is like an angel who comes into this family that that has everything. They 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 actually have each other. They're healthy. They, they spend a lot of time with each other, but they don't communicate. They're, they're totally disconnected. But meanwhile, they, they work in the same office. They, they spend time around each other and they, um, they're totally disconnected. They just, they are not a, a, a real family unit. And this woman comes in and, and just makes everybody realize what they're missing out on and how to, how to put the pieces together. And in the process of doing that, my character falls in love with her. That's great. So what? this can be streamed now on Paramount Plus, right? This is out now. Yes, it's available now on Paramount Plus, and I uh, I feel great about it. I think people are really going to enjoy it. And That's Finding so Magic awesome. Mike, HBO Max. When can we see it? Finding Magic Mike is on HBO Max starting December sixteenth. Leave some time. You're going to want to binge it. So Wait, are you going to dance okay. as a mentor too? <laughs> I am absolutely not. <laughs> what do you that mean? Was, Come on, man. That was part of the deal. <laughs> Come on, man. My dancing shoes are uh, retired. That's awesome. Damn. Oh, man. Oh, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thank I, you, Baba. So great to we see you. We love you so much. We're I so happy you for your success and Please your get family. a real dinner now. A real dinner, not a Zoom dinner. Yeah, come real, on. Man. Let's let's really let's really make that happen. It would be so great to see you guys. Yes, I would love yes, it. yes, yes. Person and the kids. Please, be great. I mean, honestly, yeah, whatever it is, a barbecue, something. Um, you know, because Frankie wants to do tennis, which I know that Isabella was doing. We talked about that. Yeah, Isabella is the girl. Yeah. Tell her, tell her to come over to one of the tournaments to so check her out, so she gets excited. Be great. Is she is she playing in tournaments now? Yeah, she's playing and winning. It's insane. Like it's I'm nuts. like, who is this girl that came out of me that is playing tennis? It's, it's nuts. Like, it's oh so please, rad. please, like like you're not competitive. Like you're no, not I competitive. am, but I never play tennis. <laughs> All of a sudden, innocent. oh my God, this, uh, this weapon that I created, yeah. I have no idea. Listen to me, I have created a bullet. I love it. You know, the apple does not fall too far from the tree. Animal, animal, salvaje. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, 
State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Okay, well, that was, uh, I can't believe it's been five years. We had to catch up with Adam by Zoom, but that was awesome. We got to see the kids. We got to chat. see Frank and Charlie and the baby boy. He's got so much going on. I remember how much Adam is actually like me. He might have your birthday, but he and I are very similar in a lot of ways. Are you guys? Let me we think. Are. There are a lot of ways that we're similar. No, not really. What? Wow. Maybe there's a frugal. <laughs> I find Adam and I very similar. I so know. does he. I love he he's just a, said, he's a We're similar Adam. personalities. Ever since I met Adam the very first time, like you said, there's no, or like he said, we can both be alpha sort of males in a way, right? But there's no, there's never, he's just the easiest guy to chat with, get to know. He doesn't judge you. It's right away. He's just an open book, open arms. Let me be your friend. You and that's guys, how I try to meet, I try to meet new people the same way. Yeah. You guys clicked since day one and it was beautiful. It was yeah. beautiful to watch. So I'm, I'm glad that I was able to make that introduction. Yeah. And I can't believe I haven't seen him in so long. I know. I used to be with friend. Adam all the time. I know. But you know what? Life is in the way. Marriage, kids, work, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult, but at it's least it's been constant. Um, and I'm beyond happy that he's doing so incredibly well and he's a family man and adores his kids and grace is just so beautiful and grace is like an angel grace grace walks so, like she's floating you know she's like an angel it's beautiful it doesn't surprise me she could take on three kids at a young age because she has this old soul she's an old her. soul yeah. he's an old soul yeah and great really mom. great fun okay so before we wrap this up uh we wanted to get to a listener email which we love we love trying to get to these as much as we can um nish has asked us raz I can see how the both of you are so different. What was the first thing that made you both gravitate to each other before having kids? And what about your relationship and one another made you choose each other and every day? <laughs> Nish, you're making me think. That's, oh, wow. that's... <laughs> Again, it's like my 10th that's, wow that's of this too, episode. That's too deep I right now. I shouldn't have to... Uh, so okay, think, first, that's what a, that's made a you long... gravitate towards me? Besides She's like you... nothing because you gravitated <laughs> towards me. <laughs> that was going to be the answer. <laughs> Am no. I right? 
<laughs> Nothing. I was in the VIP <laughs> drinking, and you gravitated my I way. I wasn't drinking, first of all. Oh, that's right. You, you were you're the one that brought me a cranberry juice. You were you gravitated my way. Anyways, no. What attracted me? I don't know. The, at first, I was I was not even thinking about any of that because I was in a relationship. What attracted me afterwards, after I got to know him, was how how loving and his amazing relationship relationship with his mom. I was like, you know, this is a good guy. Yeah. I want I want I want a good guy in my life. That that was it. That's all I got. No, man. I'm on many things, and then you, and then you're beautiful. <laughs> wow. And so just and, the early, so my mom is what and, sealed and, the deal. And your mom, yeah, Gwen did. And your chapstick. He had like a lot of chapstick when I met him, <laughs> and he has big lips. I used to get made fun of all the time about my chapstick. It's so funny you said that. You did? Yeah, because I'd wear uh, like Carmex, Carmex, whatever. Carmex. Right? And I, it is always like shiny. No, but Carmex so is I not shiny. Sh- Carmex is on the matte side. You use something else. No, that's what it I would was shiny. No, it was like freaking the Mac the lip tube, glass. The one that comes out of the tube is shiny, and I used to have. And my friends always be like, <laughs> "Take your lip gloss off." So isn't that funny? That's what I remember. Like, wow. like lips, like. Well, what like attracted me to, to Roslyn was, you know, first and foremost, I, and I've said this on the podcast, if I'm, I got to be physically attracted to somebody, and I was like, wow, this girl's because hot. Because it's shallow and being. She is hot. So then once I, uh, you know, got, obviously got talking to her, it was, I think, so much of her giving nature. I think she is such a giver. Uh-huh. And so um, she really wants to find a way to take care of everybody around her. And I think that was something that, really uh you know made me very excited uh, have i taken good care of you for 16 years you have you have oh that's you a have. first um what in your relationship made you choose one another each and every day you know this is a different kind of question nish because after 16 years you start going okay each and every day it takes i can't some work. stand her it takes some work Wow. No, but I think and a lo- the truth comes out. I think a lot of the same things, but I think one thing that's been very powerful in our relationship is being able to find the laughter ultimately because uh, through the ups and downs, through the tough times, like even, you know, as we started on this episode, we talked about Morocco, like we can still find ways to uh, laugh. And that's something that I think you and I have always been pretty good at. We do laugh. Thank you for making me laugh. <laughs> so you're like one note. Every, everything's one word. We do laugh. Well, that was a, a few words. I'm a woman of but... few words. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. So, anyway, I guess yeah. I answered your question. I don't think she has much to say about what it. keeps. Uh, we so laughter together, is also together every together. every day makes us choose one another every day. Um, laughter, our kids. Yeah, our, our kids definitely. <laughs> you have nothing kind to say about me at all. All I do, listen, Eric, for two seasons, all I've done is say really kind things about you to the point that people even tell me that, because you know, you're so good to him. You really, you really, um, you really talk him up because I do. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Anyways, happy new year, everybody. No, actually. Happy December Um anyway, um until next week. He said Ella dijo. We love you guys. Love you. Love you. Subscribe to He Said Ella dijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.